Like a boss. Like a motherfucking like a motherfucking boss. boss, man. Yo, so I remember like one of the the most iconic movies that when I was young that really instilled this like this boss idea is just Scarface. Yeah, you, you know right? I, fuck with I mean, like, Scarface was that ultimate dynamic where a person was like, I'm not working for you. Yeah. I'm working for myself. We're going to set up shop. We got, we got plans. And, you know, I've always been fascinated by that idea of, like, man, if somebody else can organize it and get other people to work for them and then they become super rich... I can do that too. That's yeah, a simple enough up. concept, right? Oh shit. Like a boss. You know like a boss. So with with all that being said, man, we back. Bring it to the table. Mike C the Chan. Jared Aja. You know what I'm saying? And AKA ATX Video Pro. AKA the video doctor. Uh, uh sitting here with Mike C the Chan. You hit a, you everything he was just hitting you with yeah. was either a jab, a uppercut, maybe a right or a left hook. But you know what I'm saying? It's it's all about being a boss, man. That's what we talking about today, man. Bossing up, trying to win, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, being a boss it ain't for everybody. You gotta have it in your soul. It's it's hard. You know, what you I'm know? like it's not easy. It's easy to pretend to want to be a boss, but actions speak louder than words, right? And there's a lot of people that like think there's this facade that if you have the money, if you have the like the facade of success, then you made it. Yeah. And people that's like the illusion. And the older we've gotten, the more we've realized that Man, you either own it or you're renting it yeah, from somebody who does own it. And I don't want to be the one who has to rent it. I'm now in this, like, ownership mentality in my own life, and so are you. Oh, shit. You know, and that's some boss shit. And so I just think that, you know, don't be deceived by the illusion, right? Straight like, up. you got to have, you got to be a boss. Anybody you can look like yourself. a boss. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can look like a boss. Yeah. You know, Go buy a decent shirt, some decent pants, and some shoes, and you'll you'll be able to fool somebody. But I'm not in it for the fooling. Yeah. Like I want the real deal, real deal. like security, uh, and not security like oh like somebody's gonna pay me in a paycheck. Security. I'm secure because I have set up assets and revenue streams that are passive in structure, yeah. and I'm like more strategy minded. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. boss shit. Like, you know, I always tell my my uh, younger people that I talk to, like yeah. my artists or, my, you know, the kids, I always tell them, I was like, man, you can go work for somebody for 30 years yeah. and do one thing wrong and them 30 years didn't mean nothing. Man, I, you, you know see that? They make movies about those stories. Yeah. And you, yeah, I look at those things and I find them to be tragic. And I'm like, why is... I mean, there are other people, but why are people still buying into this idea of, like, being an employee? You know, before this, you were saying that some people don't want to be leaders. Some people don't want to be bosses. You know why, though? Because it takes a lot to be a boss. It does. You know, it's like the leader is the one with the arrows in his, the most arrows in his back. Yeah. Because you're leading the charge. People just... Hey, I don't like how you did that. Hey, I don't think you should have made that decision. Hey, I don't like that you're winning so much. You must be cheating. You must be doing something wrong or dirty. You can't just help if I'm fucking a winner and I'm winning and I got my my shit together. I feel like 
we in the, I mean, it's really, it's been like that for a while. But I feel like it's more so now that we in a, a state of where everybody thinks someone owes them something. You feel me? Like, instead of going out and getting it and doing the hard, hard work, having the failures and uh, accepting the success when it comes, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to do that no more, bro. And why do you think that is? I think they don't want to do that because, shit, they got to do the work. Like you say, being a boss is, is work, man. Yeah. Like, you got to accept when you at the bottom that it's cool. I, I'm here right now, but I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? And when you get to the middle, you be like, this is cool, but this is still not where I want to be. Yeah. And then when you do get to the top, and you still got the mind, your mind frame never changes. Yeah. Because the boss always feels like we need to figure out how to be better. How to do Every time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we may bring it to the table, and we did bring it to the table like this, every step of the way, we should be getting better. You feel me? Hey. We didn't have a TV. Now we got a TV with the logo. What's up? Everybody like the logo? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so again, there's that there's that illusion, man, that like if you get the car or a good job, like that's all you need to be successful. But like as a young person you may think that's true, but as you get older you realize there's so much more to having like a well balanced uh, successful life because it's not just money it's also mental physical yeah, spiritual up. you gotta have so that's much balance in, in growing as a mature person it's a lot mental yeah lot. like and, and I, that's what I'm saying like I feel like a lot of the people still in that mindset like you owe them and that mm -hmm. has to do with their mental mm -hmm. because at the end of the day nobody owes you anything you that's part of the problem like being spoiled you know I, I've helped you know? many people you know, I don't bitch, I don't complain no yeah. more. It, it is what it is. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I accepted it. But I also accepted I wanted to be better for me now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You I, taking a chance yeah. on them was also you taking a chance on yourself. Yeah. Right? You just happened to be the byproduct or the bystander that got to benefit off of my fucking grittiness. Yeah. So you I'm kind of like... Like, I'm spending with money on people because it's for me. You just happen to be getting the money because yeah. you're good at something. I know we in Texas, but I feel like now it's kind of like the show me state. Everybody, if you don't show somebody something, it's hard for them to believe. You know what I'm saying? So instead of me telling all them artists, hey, man, you know, hey, if you do it like this, this will work. Because, it, you know, people got their own vision for what they want to do. Yeah. And I'm just using music because I'm a musician. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got their vision for what they want to do and how they think because what they see on the internet. Like, and I always tell the young cats, man, you don't see real rich people, bro. You yeah. don't see Jay-Z. That's right. You don't see Bill Gates just yeah. out walking around with in his Bugatti with five million chains. You don't see that. It's the people that got to show it all the time. Yeah, don't. I've been conflicted with that, you know? Like, I'm more successful and happy in my life than I've ever been, but I post less and I'm not on the social media like that like I'll go and I'll look at it and be like there's really no need I just don't feel a need like things are so good and things are changing so fast to the positive that I'm just like I'm just going with the flow and going you know I mean? with it that just, enjoying just, the ride it gets to a point 
you know, social media is more for promotion for, for us. Yeah. You feel me? For my businesses it's, and it's, brands. It's not to say, hey, look at me, look right. what I got. You know? Before I had, when I was in the beginning of the journey, dude, I was posting all the time. I'm at Torchy's Tacos. Yeah, I'm in a BMW. You, you know, you I'm a, a, yeah, I'm doing a, another video shoot. Like, I do so many video shoots and do so many cool things. I'm like, that's just the way of life at this yeah. point. Like, I don't even need to brag because yeah. you, when you see me, you will know. Like, this book I was reading is called Winning. And he was talking about how winning has is a nonverbal language. And people who talk about winning in and of itself is not winning. Yeah. Because your winnings should do all the talking for you. For real. You shouldn't have to say nothing. My name should precede me before I enter places. Like, straight oh, that's up. Mike C. the champ. Yeah, fucking up. million and a half streams on Spotify on his last uh, single. Like, fucking. Straight up. Like, yeah. straight up. Like, I, get I, that. I get that. I get that. I get that. Jared Aja, yeah. you know, like, the dude makes killer that. freaking you know videos before I go anywhere. That's the vibe. Yeah. So. You know, that's important. So, yeah, that's the And I feel like all that shit comes with hard work. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's what, mainly what being a boss is. Hard work gonna come, and you gotta be willing and accepting to do that shit. I say accepting because people are start off willing to do it, but then mentally you get to a point to where you're like, damn, man, this shit ain't making the money I thought it was right away. Yeah. And it's you're not like, happening quick enough. I need to do something else. In reality, you don't need to do nothing else because you were making more than you were making before. Right. Or you should be, right? Yeah. You know, so it's just like you got to accept that shit. You got to accept that being a boss don't come overnight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't wake up and be like, you know what? I quit my job. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. You know what I'm saying? I'm a boss. Yeah, I quit. I'm a boss. Hey, did you hear? I'm a boss. Yeah. Hey, I'm calling all the homies. Hey, we bosses. Yeah. We quit. 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 Nigga, what? I'm not quitting shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it yeah. Just, but it don't work like that. It don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, you gotta go do the work, bro. Yeah. I, you gotta start from. You can't jump from the ground into the top of the ladder. You can't do that. One of the most humbling experiences for me, man, is to like, as now I'm in my thirties, like I'm realizing that there's the ups and downs, and I'm in the ups and downs right now to where I'm like. I'm, I'm making a giant step in my life, right? I'm saying, hey, I'm worth this much. I want to be at this level. So I've made some moves that allowed me to downgrade and get really small and humble. Yeah. Things are still amazing. Like, I'm not running away out of struggle. What I'm doing is I'm preparing for a place of, of strength yeah. for me and my family. And so I'm at a place now where it's like living very humble, man, even though things are good. It's, it's so mental. It's like... The things don't matter. The clothes don't matter. The it, What matters is the purpose, the mission, what I'm going after. Me feeling happy and, and positive about my journey and what I'm doing every day. I like, that's I, the win. I know I said this before, but like I tell people all the time, man, when I'm at my spot or I'm home chilling, Man, I don't look like this. And none of you do your favorite rappers. Yeah. They do not walk around with their gold on and they chain. Yeah. I don't, bro. This, yeah. this is my work club. No, right. I did. You feel it. me? And I don't always wear able, tight jeans. Yeah, <laughs> like, being, understanding what, what assets are. You know what I'm saying? This is this is gold. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This, it, it has value all the time. Totally. You know? I, I love 
I don't really care for gold, but I love movies. Movies have no value. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because they gonna you start it with a VHS, yeah, DVD, yeah. Blu-ray. Now, you know what I'm saying? They hoes don't have no value. They, they gonna, gonna just stop them making, to your brain in yeah, a second. They gone. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna have shared experience. That's, and that's one of my uh one of my like biggest What? Like problems, man. I fucking I love movies. So I spend money on movies and shit, you feel me? Okay. But like these this right here is an asset. This is my work clothes, you know what I'm saying? So my only vice that that I really think is fucked up for me as a boss is I, I buy a lot of I buy a lot of movies, which I shouldn't have to so many I got these streaming services. Yeah, too. right, right. You know what I'm saying? So to say But not everything's it, available like we were trying to Google and find the Super Mario Brothers because I wanted to show it to my kids. Oh, the older one, right? The the yeah, the movie. So that bit, did you dude, find it? it is. And I googled it. It is not on any streaming platform anywhere. I thought it was on Tubi. Nope. Oh. You cannot. Get, you have to get it on DVD. I don't know what happened. What the special meanings and why they're trying to hide that information. Oh But man. yo, it, it, you know when you watch it, it's all about. Two, control, man. Yeah. One person wanted to control Koopa, the whole city, and, and be the king, whatever, and merge everything. But you, they, there's either people like the drones, and, and then there's people like the Mario Brothers who are going to fight back. Yeah. Some boss shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what I was, that's what I was saying. I was just saying to, you know, we have these vices as bosses, and, and we, we got to know and accept them as well. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because... Shit, being a boss costs money. Yeah. You feel me? And you got to make money, you know what I'm saying? Before As a boss, other people want money from yeah. you. Like, I'm having to pay employees and people to do things for my business, and I'm having to pay out... Money. People are expecting money from me. Yeah. That's boss shit. Yeah. You know? Like, and, I tell, when I tell artists, y'all, man, y'all need the market, you know? And it's like, wow, well, Man, it's just like you going to your job, bro. Like I tell them, I say, you got to buy your, your, your uniform. You got to put gas in your car. You got to get you something to, something to eat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All that shit costs money for you to go to work all them times and then get a check. It's the same thing with the music. That's what I was saying. You put money into your marketing, and you market it, market it, market it, market it, and then you get a check. That's but right. But if you don't market it, you don't get no check. Yeah. You feel me? I believe in that, that the... the the formula for success is exposure. Yeah. You know, being yeah. virtually invisible is no good for anyone. So it's like figure out how to get comfortable in front of the camera. Figure out how to make videos and photos. Like there are different styles. There's different ways to do it. Like every person that wants to be a boss, like you can't be the boss of nothing. Yeah, you have to up. have, have something. something, right? Yeah. Start a fashion brand, a, a media company, a fucking... If you have an iPhone, you can be doing photo shoots and videos for people. Real talk. I remember having a video production... I, I was doing A-Town production with no computer and no camera. I remember. I was out there putting deals together. I didn't own a computer. I was having to find an editor, rely on people, you borrowing people's cameras and shit. Probably borrowed your camera a couple times. I mean, real talk, though. Like, I chose something, and I decided to do everything necessary to build something tangible. You know, I was talking about before this, it was like, 
I have, it was, it was hard for me, okay, we were talking about this concept, the renaissance man. Yeah. And like, one of the greatest tragedies for myself that I deal with is downplaying the, the, the superiority of my renaissance man qualities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm good at music, I'm good at speaking, I'm good at business, I'm good at, you know, people and relationship. I'm, I, I try to be good at so many things. I can build you a house and fix your car. Uh, I mean, I, I'll do it all, man. I'm, I'm here. I'm, what's up? So, but anyways, one of the greatest, greatest tragedies is when we downplay that within ourselves and we stop putting ourselves in environments and places where we have the opportunity to expose those inner qualities, you know? Yeah. Part of this podcasting and us doing this is like, Look, man, you're good at music, I'm good at running a media business, and we're still good at so many yeah. other things, let's do this, because we both know how to carry conversation, and so this is us doing more than what is necessary or required, that's and that right there is some boss shit. Straight up, like straight I said, up. that's just, you know, like I said, you can't jump from the ground. To the top of the yeah, you, you gotta, gotta put it in, steps. put in that work. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take them steps. All that shit is necessary, man. The success is in the failure. That shit is necessary, you know. And, and being a boss, man, come with great responsibilities, man. Because, like you said, you usually have employees that need something from you. Well, you work up to that, yeah. Or you so, and I. But what I want y'all to not do, what? not do is. When you do become a boss, don't forget what it feels like to be an employee. You feel me? Man, make sure you stay humble. I remember uh, Tom Hardy. Okay. Like that famous quote, you treat the CEO, uh, you treat the janitor with the same respect as the CEO, man. Yeah. I, I believe in that shit. I believe in that too. I was uh, raised with that message. You know, I'm, I'm the type of person that can just talk to anybody. Because I respect everybody as long as they show me respect. And, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah. Respect. Respect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Being a boss, man. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it could be a great thing and, and it could be a horrible thing, you know? This is what I wanted to kick back into that. Mike, what does it take to be a boss? Like, what are some of the first steps a person has to take to be like, you know what, as of today, I'm waking up and I'm a boss. And so what are those steps? Because actions speak louder than words. You got to know what you want to do. Okay, selecting like something. The, the biggest thing, you know, you have to know what you want to do. Like you say, you can't be the boss of nothing. Well, can you pick five things or do you have to pick one thing? Five? Uh, like for me? No, I'm just in general. If a person is like, I'm asking a question okay, on behalf so, of people, right? Okay. Should I pick one thing to focus on or should I pick, I have five ideas right now. Should I pursue all five or should I pick the one? It depends. Okay. Like I always, uh, there was a quote that you can be great at a few things or you can be good at a lot of things. Yeah, right. But if you're good at a lot of things, one of those good things might end up being great. Yeah. And you weren't even trying for that. There's something about throwing paint on the wall yeah. and seeing what sticks. It's kind of like fishing. You throw that bitch out there. You right. don't know what you're going to get, yeah. what you're really in. I mean, something coming. Yeah. So I think if you pursue that type of thing where you, you know, you're in the process of throwing paint on the wall, trying a lot of different things because you don't know which idea will break, 
Um, a big part of that season of a person's life is self-awareness. Like, you have to be awake enough, ears open, eyes open, to sense when things need more life and when some things need to be killed off. You know what I'm saying? Because some people will just be bullheaded and be like, no, this is what I'm doing. There's not seeing no fruit, no signs of nothing. The marketplace isn't even suitable for a success story. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's there's things that go into it. A lot of it is education. I was talking to my I son. I was just going to say that. Man. Yeah. You know, I, you know, being a boss, some bosses, they, they feel like they know everything. Mm. You know? And a lot of those bosses may win doing it like that. But like me, I'm always willing to gain more knowledge, you know what I'm saying, from anything. Yeah. Because that, I never know when I might need that, you mm-hmm. feel me? Or when I might use that in, in whatever I do, mm-hmm. you know, because, and, and, and just to have that knowledge, somebody might need it from you. See, you know okay, that leads back to the Renaissance idea, like a, a person who is just seeking truth and knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, that's the quality that a boss has. Like, a boss is somebody that just has awareness enough that's like, hey, I can put this together. That's nothing. If you pursue a little bit of truth and knowledge on how something works, and you get a little skill and experience in it, well, man, it's just about time to where you ask enough people to give you some business, and then they'll give give it to you, and then you build something off of that, and then you get momentum. Now you are living as a boss, you know? So as you were saying, man, you got to choose something. You got to be self-aware enough to know, like, the things you start, should they continue to live or do you need to kill them off and then niche down and focus on the thing that's providing you results? And what do you think the most important thing is being a boss? Like, after you done pick what you're going to do, kind of narrowed it down where there's a few of them what do you think is the most important uh, I guess what I say I know what you're saying yeah no okay I have a great story for this yesterday we're in a new we just moved to a new city and uh, just outside of Austin and I took my son to a barber shop and it was a it was a cool little spot in the city there was only two barber shops in this place and here's this young dude who, uh, you know, had a, a cool, hip little barbershop, man. And so we start talking, and he asked me that same question. He was like, man, what was, the, what was the hardest thing for you in leveling up your business? Like, as a boss, right? Because he's running a barbershop. I run my media company and, and other things. And, and I, I, I knew the answer right away. And the answer is this, man. It was the mentality... To, to level up and say that I was worth what I knew I was worth. Yeah, that true. was the hardest part, the mental work that it took. I remember when I was doing videos for $100, $500, $2,500, now I'm getting bigger, bigger checks. Like, the progression, but what was that? Like, necessarily my video skills didn't get better it was the way I packaged my turd and, and was able to be like, to I had to put respect on my creator. Yeah. I, have a, I did a post a long time ago and it was like, uh, nobody will respect your creative until you respect your creativity. Yeah, straight up. 
until you think that you're worth that money because what you're providing has that value, you're never going to be able to ask for more. Yeah. So it took my inner process to somebody be like... Got, I feel like somebody's always going to have something to say about your worth. You know what I'm saying? But then I'm not here to argue with anybody about my worth. Man. I set my fucking worth. You don't set it. I don't care if you don't think that I'm capable or worthy enough to ask for this or get this or experience certain things. But that's that boss mind frame. That's that boss mindset. Like, yeah. I'm getting this shit because... I, ha I am in alignment with my purpose, and the universe is providing to me what I seek and what I ask for and what I am f frequency and, and vibrating at. And I feel like being a boss, the most important thing that you could uh, be aware of is time. Time is huge, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like I said, I help a lot of artists, and uh, I got some younger artists. I try to explain to them, look, this is what I did. Yeah. You know, and like, that didn't work for me, but if you want to try it, these were my results. You know what I'm saying? So they can form their own opinion and, and see how it works. But, yeah. You know, if I had somebody like me teaching me back then, you know, I wouldn't have fucked up two record deals. You feel me? I try to be the person that I needed. Yeah. That I, you know, I, like as exactly. a younger person, yeah. I was always looking for that one person to be like, Jay, I got it. This is how you do what you're trying to do, man. Yeah. Look out for this. Do it like this. Never say this to people and always say okay. this to them. Now that you say that. Not what? Now that you say okay. that. Okay. Shit. If you could go back and tell your younger self anything, what would you tell them? I say about 25 years old. Yeah, no, it's exactly what I just got done saying, man. You it would was, tell them that? It was, it's, it's all in your head. Yeah. Like... I don't have to get better. Like, this is the biggest thing for me, man. Like, I always hear stories of people that are less experienced and less talented getting bigger contracts and bigger deals. Yeah. I, that dynamic, I've always seen and, and heard. It's like, how does that work? No, they were, they were just lucky or whatever. No, some people just got the balls to get a sniff of something and put something together structured like a proposal or an idea and then pitch that idea and then somebody says yes to it and then they are truth seekers and knowledge seekers and then they go put that idea together and pay other specialized skilled people to help support that idea that they got funding for and now they're fucking paid and they did, they just put it together do you do you think it would have been different if if you go back, if you went back and told your younger self those self those things, you know, I, I everything would be different, but I don't want it to be different because, like, again, like I was saying, the facade of getting to that abundance of money and cars and opportunities yeah. and all that, like. I'm in alignment with abundant opportunities and money already. Like, everything I need, I have. Everything I want is already coming to me. Yeah. So, like, what I'm now going after, now that all those things are done, and I'm living in abundance, now it's like the inner work of being more mature and a better fucking human being. Yeah. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, and that's what money I mean. ain't fucking shit. That's like, what I mean about the latter, man. Like, hearing that, it's just like... We took the steps. We didn't yeah. skip the steps. We, it took me yeah. 20 fucking years 
to get to this place. If I wanted to be more successful, you know what? I wouldn't have had my kids. I wouldn't have stayed in my 18-year relationship. I would have I would have been solo dolo, lone wolf, and I would have been a nasty motherfucker to be successful. Oh, yeah. To to get my money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I could be that dude. Like but the cat from the founder. I could be the, what is that, the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I could dedicate my life to calls and sales and yeah. fucking winning at that level. But you know what? I have zero addictions except, you know, smoking some, some Mary Jane and, and hanging out and eating lots of good food. That's you know, that's my, I'm not on pills. I don't drink alcohol, really. You know, like... My life is a well-balanced, positive, fulfilled, meaningful life. And I'm spending that time with my children and my family. We're building legacy. We're educating ourselves on how to buy and own businesses and revenue streams. And I mean, I, that's why I say. I, I think That's the game. I think I would tell my younger self, hey, man, the way the game works is probably exactly how you think it. Yeah. Go don't do, second guess it. Yeah. Don't second guess it. Just go do what you think. Yeah. Make sure, you know, because most of the time when something goes wrong, we were always there was something telling us, you know, hey, I don't know. That's why people don't just dive in right away. Even the risk takers, they don't dive in right away. Yeah. You know, cause they, it's something telling them, I don't know, man. You might not want to do that, but then you do it anyway. I am a risk taker, man. I have stories from my kids. I'm jumping off of cliffs and I'm taking, I'm like, you know, it's like crazy things. Like I am risk taker, but that's part of that boss personality. You know, like I don't know one boss, not on no field, job site, production team that is, is like not a risk taker. I only do as I'm told and I only do what they tell, when they tell me to do it. Five like, bro, ain't nobody entrusting you to get nothing done yeah. because people pay for results, not like whatever. So, okay, did you have a role model for that type of attitude? That boss mentality, like, I'm doing my own thing, I'm taking the risks. You can look at me crazy and have an opinion about it, but you are irrelevant because I found and chose my mission. Yeah, my uncle, my yeah. Uncle. Boss, man. Really? Uh, a lot of my, my, my uncles, man, they eventually f- just figured out how to do stuff for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. One of my uncles had, like, uh, my uncle EJ, he ended up giving him, like, a, a dumb truck, started doing this. You know what I'm saying? Man, just that's... Just different type of stuff. I like man, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole family, I feel like, like, I'm from the country, so we had to... We could, they would go get jobs, but they would have jobs that they made, yeah. you know what I'm saying, so, yeah. Okay, you know, I had that as well. You know, my grandpa was, uh, you know, an illegal immigrant that came from Mexico, got kicked back, you know, deported a couple times, ended up marrying my grandma and staying. But his whole life, he was a, he was a, a famous radio DJ for Spanish radio in Chicago. Then he was... Then he owned his own businesses and like wood refinishing, and he always had that entrepreneur, car, you know, HVAC, carpet cleaning, all those things. And then same with all my uncles, and then same with my dad. And then here I am, no surprise, where I have that same attitude, and I've been able to model off of their 
their journeys. And now here I am, I feel like I'm a lean, mean, entrepreneurial machine. You know what I'm saying? And I'm teaching that to my children about value and how to how to price things and how to how to put yourself in positions of strength. Yeah, because yeah. look, when you're depending like here we are, man, people talking about oh recession and you know, it's blah 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 and, everything's crashing, but you know what? I'm recession-proof, man. Yeah. I'm creating revenue streams and yeah, assets, sure. and we got land, and I got I got seven heads of cow right now. We about to chop some up. You know, it's like, I got, boy, I got some meat for sale. Come on. Come on, slinging meat. Hey, <laughs> slinging meat. But it's, you know, it's like, no matter what, we are going to be good. Yeah, straight up. Food, water, electricity, space, land, ammunition, What's up? You know, on a future episode, we have a special guest, Phil Trainer, who and his his episode is going to be called Recession Proof, and it's going to be uh, the the tagline is uh, bullets, bourbon, Rolexes, and real estate. Yeah. Recession proof. So I'm excited to have that conversation because I think everybody is interested, or at least their ears are opening up a little bit more to this idea of not completely relying on the infrastructure that's provided to you. And see what's crazy is... It's an easy way of saying it. Like, when you're an employee, you kind of worry about the recession, but not as much. But when you're a boss, you really worry about the recession. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of, you got to be kind of like, well, how's the business going to go? Yeah, sure. If everything... (laughs) If everything is both supposedly in a recession, yeah, and he just came out. <laughs> no, we over here having a good conversation. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's the bear that says it. No, I, I thought we was watching a movie for a second. Oh man, that was yeah, man. <laughs> Being a boss is, is, is basically... It can be scary, but you know what? This is the time where it makes me hungry. Okay, like I was saying, like I kind of like downgraded my lifestyle to make a big move in the near future. Yeah. And so that has made me like... I was very comfortable, bro. Every day. I lived in a, a, a nice home, nice subdivision. Everything is comfortable, man. Like, everything was way too fucking comfortable. And I felt myself getting a little soft. And you know what? I need to be a killer. I need to be in beast mode. Even I told my wife, I said, you know what? A beast can never truly be happy. Because then he will not be a beast. So fucking woman, leave me be. When you see me in beast mode, I'm out here conquering shit. And that's when I just need to be in them vibes. Because as that man, as that masculine... That's man. what I do, man. Yeah. That's what yeah. you know. But again, it you have to have balance, yeah. right? Yeah. But when I, I realized that I had to put myself, I had to change my environment, put myself into a, a more humble environment, because now I'm hungry. Yeah. Ooh, I'm extra hungry, extra man. Hungry. I showed up today. We shooting an episode. There's no more BS. There's no more excuses. I'm not ready. I don't know what to say. We're showing up and we are doing. Bosses take actions and other people talk about the actions bosses take. And bosses, being a boss is, is basically having ownership. Yeah. Ownership. You, you have ownership and something you can pass down. How you the boss and you don't own it? Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Damon Dash said that shit. He, I, man, I love Damon Dash. Did you see, did you see that on uh, Breakfast Club when he told him, say, man, DJ Envy, you can't yes. go give... You can't pass this down to your kids. kids. Yep. You know you're you're spotting at the radio station. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean in being a boss. You got ownership, man. You own some shit. But, and then you can own anything, man. Yeah. A, a sticker line. Everybody should have a sticker line. Everybody should go write a book. Everybody should go come up with a course. Everybody should start some type of specialized skill that they can charge people for, and, and it'll teach them about business, a product, e-commerce, pricing, finances. It'll make you a better person if you have something that you're pursuing yep. and nurturing. Even employees know how to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Great, you know what I'm saying? They know how to do something great. They just will, don't want to tap into that. I was talking to somebody the other day, you know, like they're a, a waiter at a high-end steak restaurant. And we were talking for them about, come, and he makes, he averages like 30% tips, you know. And he, so we're coming up with a course for him on yeah. how to be a kick-ass fucking waiter and get 30% plus tips. That's live. He's That's an live. employee, but man, he's about to make a side yeah. hustle. Yeah. And if a thousand people buy his course for... $100? No, $10. What is that? 10000 Lick. Dude. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. It don't take... It doesn't take... It, it, can it take takes you a work. Week. It can take you a week to do that, and then you make that money for the rest of your life, and you can pass that on to your kids. Yeah. Now takes, you make 10 more. It takes work. Yeah, it does take work. Work and, and, and the mental. You got to have a mental for it, because you're going to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I tell people, man, I don't necessarily know what to do most of the time, but I know, I for sure as hell know what not to do. Shit. I've been in so many situations just with the video game, you know, like showing up to video shoots and being a producer, director, cameraman, editor, colorist, promoter. Yeah. You know, like being yeah. in all those spaces so many times at the bottom, I have failed and I just know what not to do. And I've formulated patterns and systems that allow me to do and produce things and create deliverables every time but only through that failure I've eaten the shit and the dirt you know what I'm yeah. saying and the embarrassment the very first fucking episode man the we had that situation that I talked about where I did like some fo when I was young and first starting out I did some photos for somebody and they didn't turn out too good oh, and yeah. I saw them and said hey man you know, it was like 15 years ago, but I know I didn't do a great job on them photos. I apologize. Oh, yeah. oh, and, you know, it's all love, and I hope it's all love. Yeah. And it was, obviously. But, you know, you ha I, I'm not too ashamed because I was taking a chance on myself. Yeah. Right? I was putting myself in uncomfortable situations to grow. From that situation, I, I, I take great photos now. See? You know what I'm saying? Anybody need some photos around me and my fam? Like, we got photos. Yeah, it's all, uh, about, it's all about learning and growing, too, man. Though I say, no, you can't have enough knowledge, man. Yes, you cannot. You know, like, if you're if you a boss and something happens, I mean, you, I'm not saying you need to be a plumber. Say your fucking sink broke. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to go tighten something up. Yeah. Like, shit, that's just 
some knowledge you might have got from somewhere else. You don't have to be a plumber. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's your business. So you want to take care of your shit. You yeah. feel me? And that comes with shit that you learn along the way. Like, I'm not a videographer. I don't do what you do. You know, that's props to you. That is the, I was about to ask you, what's the latest thing that you've learned that isn't your specialty? And video, man. You hit me with that clip this week and you made a, you did a podcast on some, you were a guest on somebody else's podcast and you made your own Instagram reel with your clip and a thing at the top and the text. Boom! And I was just like, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like what I say, like when you're around bosses, you can learn from bosses. Yeah. You taught me that. You feel me? Yeah. And you just like, and, and I'm a boss, so I know I've taught people other stuff, and yes. I've learned from. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say you can never stop learning. Absolutely. You know and you know what? I totally agree, man. And I and that's just a kudos story to you in the adapting and living that boss type of life. Yeah, um, and I, 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 you know, like I said, you can own anything, fam, anything. It don't matter what it is. Like, you just, uh, if you don't do it for yourself, do it for some people around you, your kids, your, your mom. You know what I'm saying? Everybody deserves a chance to be a boss. Yes. You got to give yourself a shot to be a boss. You know what I'm saying? They say the cost of entry is participation. That's it. Everyone has unlimited potential, but for those in the face of, of, of opportunity or adversement, they will either cower and turn away and be like, I'm not ready, I don't, I'm not up for that, that sounds scary, or they will be like, fuck you, let's do it, if it crashes and burns, so yeah, be it, but it ain't gonna kill me. Cause I'm a I'm a survivor, yeah. you know, and I'm gonna keep moving and failing forward, yeah. you know, and that's the type of shit that I we're never understood about. what that that meant until I got older. That failing forward, yeah, you know, right. You fail, you accepted it, and you keep going. I thought once you win, you're a winner. Yeah, but you fail, you come after the winning too. That's the biggest illusion. Once you win, like life is not about getting one win. Yeah. That's why the whole cheating, killing, stealing thing to get to the top makes no sense because it's like one win will only sustain you for a little bit. Yeah. The, the key to mature success is like how do we keep winning and how does the winning get even easier with even bigger results? Yeah. That's, That's that boss like, shit. That Elon Musk, you know what I'm saying? That nigga, what did he do first? What was he it? made PayPal. That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? And then he invested all that money he into SpaceX. PayPal and, and, you know, like with, like you said, it's a you can be good at one thing. Or, yeah, he's a great thing. story of that, you he, know? He, he a beast, bro. Like, I, I don't really know that dude personally. I just see what he does, man. I mean, like... Elon, come to the podcast. Yeah. Come Bring it to the table, Elon. Tesla. Let me ride one of them Teslas. <laughs> but yeah, man, like that dude, like watching him, like he going through that shit with Twitter right now, but watching all that shit and seeing all the stuff that he did and it just started from PayPal. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Like Steve Jobs started from a the garage. garage. Yeah. Like people, like that's why I say, man, give yourself a chance to be a boss. Don't Microsoft started on someone else's code. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, man, I, I dig it. You know, so 
Just to recap, right? Part of being a boss is choosing something to be a boss at. Yeah. Not being afraid to throw some paint on the wall, but being self-aware enough to where you know what needs to live and what needs to die. Yeah. And then once you go through that process, then you have to stay motivated and positive and stay hungry and surrounding yourself with other bosses and only like boss-like energy yeah. because... Or we, higher. Or higher because we know that everything is doable. Once you have the belief in yourself that you're capable to do anything you put your mind to, then you like realize that you're one step away. You're one thing. You're one you're one step away from knowing the one thing that will help you do what you need to do. Straight up. Boom, I know it's wordy, but before we 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 ride, I want to get league out with this. When you become a boss, you're a boss. That is your business. Runners as such, you man, I mean, you might be a little bit more lenient to your friends and family, but lenient does not mean free. You know As I say, it's not personal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's business. business. You know, your friendship want to pay you more than other people. Yeah. They should support you. You know what I'm saying? And if your friends don't support you, that's them are not your friends, period. That's the self-awareness, yeah. you know? Like, those are the lessons where you can't really learn until you experience it. Yeah. Like, nah, man. He's the homie. Give him a chance. Yeah. And then you realize my definition of friendship and loyalty is way different from other people's. Yeah. Or we just agree to disagree on you know, yeah. <laughs> how yeah, that, yeah. what that definition is.